0: show that's my open that's what they used to call me swivel hit bradford that's my open i'm okay. waiting for you to so justify what? your stupid opinion bradford show that's delicious we did a podcast um our first ever with south korea a few weeks ago but now we're, we're going to taiwan which where they're actually playing real baseball games the only yeah. place in the world are being oh, yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Josh Rudeke, thanks, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: Um, so just to set the, the, set the scene here, you've been playing for the Lions for the last two years. It's, this is a third year playing for them, right? Correct. Okay. And you obviously have a ton of major league experience. Um, your uncle is someone who Red Sox fans know very well. He's the manager. Yeah. The, I guess we call him intern manager. He was, he was right on the, he was right on the verge. Yeah, he, was, he was close. <laughs> he was close. Uh, that's Ron Radeke. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but um, you've been, you've been over there. This is third season uh, over there. And so you were in quarantine for two weeks, right? What, to give me sort of the landscape of when you got over to playing in the Chinese professional baseball league over there. Um, Give me the landscape of when you got back there and what you've gone through since.
1: So, well, I went home to have our child. We had our fourth kid. And, you know, when I was leaving, the team was kind of concerned, like, hey, there might be a quarantine situation when you get back. But at that point, it was like stage two, they called it, which means just monitor yourself. And I said, well, regardless, I'm still going to go. I'm not going to miss the birth of my child. And so when I was home, then I got the text saying, hey, when you get back, it's the stage three. You have." 14 day quarantine, like isolation, can't leave the room at all. I was like, yeah, that sounds miserable, but you know, what can I do? I'm already home. And so I flew home, I flew back to Taiwan. And initially they said, you can stay in your, we have a team dorm, like apartments, you can stay there. I said, great, all my stuff is there. And then an hour later they said, never mind, <laughs> there's a quarantine hotel an hour south that you'll be staying at. So I, a teammate had to go to my room, pack up some stuff, and they sent it down to the hotel. And so I got, got there on the 29th, I believe, and I got in the airport at about 5 a.m., checked in the hotel at 9 a.m., and that did not count as a day because it wasn't a full quarantine day. So I actually oh, had man. 15.
0: Oh, man.
1: So, so I get to the room. It's probably 12, 12 by 20 hotel room, two beds. pushed one a bed against the wall right away, just have some more space. And, I mean – it was Groundhog Day for you know fifteen days in a row. Wake That's up.
0: crazy. I mean, we, we talk about like seclusion and quarantine, but it's, oh. it's it's like you can go in the backyard or you can like you were which actually I, which I had
1: which I, when I was at home we could do you know we went to the yard went swimming went outside went to the grocery store we could.
0: Wh- where was, like, it, where I, was I, I that? Could, where was home?
1: Sarasota, Florida.
0: Sarasota, Florida. Okay, okay.
1: Which was cool because you know we have three we had three kids and we were pregnant, so it was nice to be home and spend the quality time with them and. Yeah, I mean, I was still considered quarantine, but then I got to this room and I couldn't even go in the hallway. Like, I didn't see the light of day for 15 days.
0: So I apologize for not doing this interview about a week ago because it, it would seem <laughs> like this. It should have been like yeah. cold. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, but, it, you know, it's, it's – but you're out now. You're out and you, you're going to the field. Yes. Um, I mean, that, that moment where you were able to – first of all, I would imagine you were able to sort of monitor – um, what's going on with the league, what's going on there in the country. So when you actually take, take those steps outside the hotel room, you're like, okay, this is what I'm getting into.
1: Yeah, but you'd have to be here. I mean, everything is you – have, you'd have no idea anything's going on here. There's been 399 cases in the whole country, six deaths out of 24 million people. So it's, it's everyday life here right now. There's nothing abnormal except – When we go to the stadium, they'll take our temperature getting on the bus and going into the stadium. Besides that, the rest of the world out here is living life like they would regardless of what's going on.
0: So why? Why? I mean, it's not to get into the whole politics of it, but why? I mean,
1: (laughs) It 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 was never a danger out here, really. I think the president shut down travel from China on February 7th, I believe, and they restricted any any, um, cruise ships docking. So travel getting here was very hard and the virus was never a threat there's only maybe a hundred at at one point after a month or two and then i think so, then they opened it up to students coming back and then some more broke out but like i said 399 total cases and only six deaths in the entire country
0: and how about in the league Has has there been anybody who has contracted it no not no, nothing Nobody. okay i mean because we we obviously now, we're actually people – you can see it on Twitter. I mean, a lot of people are, are – you're getting the English-speaking broadcast of these yeah. games. People are watching it, and we're being fascinated with the robots in the, in the stands. Yeah. The cardboard fans. Cardboard fans. I mean, what's, what's it like – so now you go, and you've been, now you've been able to go to the games. You're not pitching quite yet. You're, you're ramping up for that. But yeah. what's, what's it been like to go to these games? Because this is what, by the way, we're going to – I think ultimately, be deal- I don't know if we're going to have robots in stands, but, you know, we're not going to have fans, so what's it been like?
1: I mean, it's definitely quieter, but they're still having the cheerleaders out there, so they're still playing their music for the dances over the loudspeaker. so you're still hearing that, which is obnoxious because there's no fans. Like, you play that <laughs> for the fans, so they like, <laughs> can dance along. So we're in the dugout tonight, like, the speakers blaring behind us. We're like, what is the point of that when there's no fans that dance along with the cheerleaders? <laughs> But it's – like I said, they're doing – they're being cautious with that. So, no fans going in and taking our temperature at least twice a day and just making sure everyone's okay.
0: Did you see uh, the, the KBO, the South Korean League, where they're starting their, their uh, like, I guess, spring training on Tuesday or their exhibition games. They just came out with their sort of guidelines. And, you know, you go down the list there of, um, you know, like taking the temperature – um, it sounds mm-hmm. like even a little bit more strict than sort of what you're going through. Like you said, you're just taking the temperature, and I mean, there's the people aren't wearing masks in the dugout well, or the field or
1: anything. I, well, I had, I had to wear mine because I'm still considered self-monitor mode for seven days. So I guess everyone that was getting quarantined, they were leaving, and then they were still getting sick. So the government came out and said, everyone who gets quarantined for 14 days, you must go seven more days of monitoring yourself which is wearing a mask in public, taking your temperature. And so I have two more days of that. But, yeah, everyone else, is just, just, it's just temperature. And, obviously, if you have symptoms, I'm assuming they want you to speak up and let them know, but I haven't heard any cases like that.
0: Now, this is the first time we've met. Have you always had that beard?
1: No. Just, this is this a quarantine started, beard? Yeah, no, this started in the off season. But, I, I mean, i trim it, but, it's, yeah, it's definitely longer than normal.
0: Uh, it, it's good. I mean, like with the face mask, it brings out a whole other dynamic. It's, I mean, I feel it makes re- it
1: tough to wear because <laughs> it, it, it keeps pushing up the face mask to my eyes. So, oh, does it really? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's brutal. <laughs> the so so to go back to what South Korea is doing, one of the things they said I don't know if you saw this they said no spitting. And so, like I, I had yeah. Joe Kelly on this podcast. I don't know if you know him. You know the yeah, great right on. So, um, I had him on and he said, you know, if they told major league baseball players, they would have to wear masks while they're playing. They wouldn't do it because they need to spit way too much. And spitting is, is obviously, you know, if go Google it, it's crazy about like the research has been done with spitting with baseball players. And that's not even getting into the tobacco. I mean, tobacco is a, a primary reason why baseball. players yeah. spit." But it's, But So they're saying no spitting. I'm saying that that couldn't happen. I mean, you played a ton of games in Major League Baseball. Am I right or am I wrong?
1: I mean, I don't know how you can – that's like you can't even control yourself from spitting really. I mean, we're going to do it all the time. But I wonder if they meant dip because I know this league said no dipping now and no – we can't have sunflower seeds because people are spitting those out. So we have no seeds in the dugout anymore for that reason. Okay. And now you said that it reminds me, I had a spring game earlier and the Empire kept telling me, hey, stop going from your mouth to the ball. And that's usually a rule in baseball in general, like it's a wipe off your, but not, I think you might've been saying it for that reason. Like, oh,
0: really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you brought
1: that up, I was like, that's why you kept reminding me.
0: <laughs> well, that's another, that, I mean, that's a whole nother thing that, you know, pitchers inherently are going to do that, right?
1: I, I do all the time. I have to get just that little moisture to have that tackiness and that grip because the balls get dry and they put that rosin on or that, you know, that mud, they rub on there.
0: Well, do you guys have a rosin bag? I mean, that's a whole nother thing, right?
1: Yeah, we do. And these, the pitchers out here love it. I mean, they're, they're using every pitch almost.
0: It's is so they've been dip. I mean, they've been chewing tobacco there and now they've been sunflower seeds, but yeah, forget about the sunflower seeds. Is it, cause I asked someone in Korea about this, is it, is this, would this be a big of an issue? And they said, well, you know, off the record, really it's, it's, smoking is a bigger thing there than oh, yeah. actually chewing tobacco, right? Way bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not – the chewing tobacco thing is much more prevalent in Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. Okay. Way more. Okay. So, I mean, things to think about. Um, so is this – you are playing baseball. I mean, or you're on the verge of playing baseball. And, yeah. And I know, I know that Major League Baseball is the, the – the place that everyone wants to be, and you were there for a long, long time. You've been in this league for yeah. right now three years. But you are in the right place at the right time because, Josh, you are playing playing baseball. It
1: is it is incredible. I'll, I'll tell my wife the other day and another buddy, like, you know, this offseason is so far away. It's harder to leave the kids. And being this far, it's not easy to – you know, go back and forth. And I was considering, like, trying to go to Mexico, maybe, or AAA. I was reaching out, trying to get those jobs and maybe take a cut in salary just to be closer to home. And then, I, you know, I didn't have a choice, came back here. And now, I mean, it worked out. Like, we've we've been playing the entire time, getting paid, which a lot of people are, you know, suffering and not be able to play the game. And it's just, you know, I'm very fortunate and blessed to be here in this moment. But, you know, it's, it's tough times for a lot of people.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing is that we're talking about even the highest level of pay in Major League Baseball. We're going to have to revisit that conversation here in another month. And for for your league, it doesn't sound like there has been you haven't had to adjust anything along those lines. You know, it's been have, have yeah, you has, has the schedule been basically has that gone off as plan as it was planned?
1: No, it's so it was weird. So this year we're we're supposed to start March fifteenth, but then a week of play we were gonna have a two week break for the Olympic qualifier, so you're we gonna have the two weeks off anyways, but that got cancelled, so we just pushed the season back to April twelfth, which is when it started, and then there's gonna be another possible break for the Olympics, but now that's been cancelled, so they're still working out the schedule in July, I think but Right now, I mean, pretty much it's a full schedule. I think that there have been a few adjustments with certain cities we're going to because of the, the time we started and the Olympics and the qualifier getting canceled.
0: And, and like I said, I mean, the checks came in on day one. And you know, not. And we understand a lot of people are suffering, but this is just sort of painting the picture of professional baseball. You know, this is, it's, this is, a, this is a great thing for – the guy, not only for the guys who are playing, but everyone in the league. I mean, this is one of the things. That we're yeah, coming it's been,
1: and it's been, from the very beginning, it's been normal, like I said. It's just been normal baseball, and besides a couple of meetings saying, hey, no more spitting, let's be, we're going to be a little more cautious. But the country did a great job in shutting the travel down. And just I don't know how to explain it, but to have only 399 cases out of that many millions is Crazy. pretty impressive.
0: you talk to your uncle much? about it? I mean, because we talked to him the other day and he said he's going nuts in his house.
1: I'm sure. I, <laughs> I, I texted him a little bit right away and he texted me the other day, but um, yeah, I know he wanted to, at first you know, he wanted to make sure that he was safe and then I, I know he left Fort Myers and went home just and when everyone else did just to, you know, self-quarantine and social distancing to be more cautious, but I'm sure everyone's going a little crazy now.
0: How much um I mean, is just to sort of pivot to to Ron, your uncle, how much did you learn from, I mean, I know know your family's in baseball, your dad's obviously in baseball, but how much did you learn from Ron? Because this is, you know, for Red Sox fans, you know, he's been around here for a couple of years, but he was sort of the the quiet bench coach in the background. You know, he's not a guy who's going to jump in front of a camera. Um, But how much did you learn from him?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't know. We always talked baseball my whole life growing up. Every holiday we'd get together. It was great. But, you know, in those ages, (laughs) I wasn't really worried about absorbing information. You know, I was just through one ear out the other. Let's go outside now. But (laughs) he's definitely one of those guys. He always has been. He's a little on the the quiet side than we are. But when he talks, you listen, you know, because he's a great mind for baseball. And when when he's going to say something, it's probably important. And you're going to want to try to absorb it. And as I've gotten older, I definitely listen and have those conversations with him more. I'd go to Arizona during spring and we'd have a dinner and talk. And, he, I mean, he's great to talk baseball with. Uh, everyone I everyone I know played for him, said the same thing. You know, he's quiet, but when he talks, it's time to listen.
0: Did you follow the Red Sox the last couple of years because he was involved?
1: Yeah, it's hard out here, honestly. But, yeah, I there... always like at scores. Yeah, because the time changes. You know, it's 13 hours for the first couple months, then it goes to 12. And it's just impossible to watch a game. But,
0: how would you level this? Is this is the question that I, you know, we asked the, the guys from South Korea? How would you compare the level of play there to, to back here? This
1: so this league, they can hit like there's a lot of guys that can swing it, but the uh, local arms aren't even close, you know, velocity wise and stuff. And then the defense is just it's it's, it's frustrating at times, which I don't understand. But there's definitely a lot of hitters that could go to the States and play, in, 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 at, le- at least in the minor leagues. And I'm sure some could get to the big leagues.
0: That's weird, I about, mean, the, that's weird. weird about the defense, though. I, mean, it's, it's I, I the heard shot. about
1: it coming over here, and then you see it firsthand. It's, it just doesn't make sense.
0: Do they shift in things?
1: They do do some shifts. But it's just the instincts, I'd say, and anticipation and just a lot of routine stuff that it's hard, hard on pitchers because we're, we're, we play only three other teams the entire year. So I get that we, we see the hitters a lot, but when a hitter sees a pitcher that much, it's kind of more advantageous for a hitter seeing the pitcher.
0: There's been a couple – there was a, obviously a guy, Zhu Wei Lin from Taiwan. He, he played for the Reds – or he plays for the Red Sox. There's another kid, a 20-year-old, and I'm drawing a blank on his name, but he was – he signed with the Red Sox. And they actually – I know the, the prospect, the 20-year-old, um, he was there. He went to Fort Myers. He was there for like – they kept him around the hotel, and then he finally got out to the field for, like, two days, and then, you know, everything went crazy. And he chose to go back. He's like because they saw, give him I, the options. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. He chose to go back and because he said, you know, well, it's I think it's safe. safe. Yeah. Yeah,
1: safe, and it's his home, yeah.
0: And then now what you're talking about, I'm like, well, that makes sense, I guess, you know. What's your favorite major league memory of all the – well, you put, like, pitching, like, a, I think it's 198 games or something like that. What's your, your, your favorite memory? I mean,
1: I guess the cliche is, I mean, my, the call-up day was great because a bunch of my family, grandma, parents, brothers, and then a bunch of friends came too to Arizona. So that was always cool. And I was a little nervous at that time. But memory-wise, that's one of them. And I think just the fact, my, my last year playing, I reached the, the two stadiums I needed, so I, I pitched in all, all thirty stadiums in my career, which is, was pretty oh, cool. That that's pretty yeah. good.
0: It's yeah. pretty good. And now you're pitching in or going to be pitching in stadium with robots and cut out cardboard. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. did you, so you I'm Well I'm sorry? No, no. Go ahead. You went to you went to UCLA, right?
1: Yeah, five years. Okay. So
0: time. so this guy's a little younger with you than you and you played football. Did you play football?
1: Yes, I played, I played three years football, four years baseball.
0: Okay. Did you play with Matthew Slater?
1: Yes. You did? I was there his freshman year. Yeah, he's a great kid. He's electric with his speed. And then he, his receivers – we were both receivers. We were always in the same groove in the drills and stuff. And he struggled a little bit with that. And then he has had an unbelievable career in special teams in the NFL.
0: It's crazy. I mean, he's – It is. <laughs>
1: I mean, he's gonna be a hall. He's gonna be a hall of famer. I feel like special teams.
0: And you were in the same group as him in college. Yeah,
1: you were super working. quiet. He nice, super nice kid with his glasses on all the time, and then gets in the field and you flew. Like he could run. Oh, really? And his dad was with Jackie Slater, who was a big boy, I think, right? Oh yeah,
0: lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so when you so when you're working out with Matthew Slater, you think like, you're not thinking hall of. Fame. you're thinking quiet kid with the glasses like what what what's he doing here with the receivers i know he can run
1: yeah he i mean he he didn't have a lot of the the tools that receivers have which is why he converted to special teams but he he took it and rode with them and his his mentality now is ferocious like he gets downfield faster than anybody makes all the tackles he's a great leader looks like as a special teams player so it's he's had an unbelievable career I'm, i'm happy for him
0: What's your what was your forty time?
1: I was never. I I was I was always quick with like shuttles and anticipation. I'd say quick decisions, but I never had top speed. I'd say four eight maybe.
0: That's that's pretty good. It's not now bad. With those,
1: when I when I'm with the, those guys out there, they're four 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 five. So it was, that's the reason why I didn't play as much as I would like to. I think they they were really worried about the speed. They they love speed guys and. I wasn't even close to those guys. Who was your
0: who was your quarterback there?
1: My so I went there as a quarterback.
0: Oh, you did. All right.
1: I redshirted though, and Corey Paz was the quarterback. And then my second year, uh, Drew Olson and Matt Moore came in. They're both really highly touted, both played in the NFL. Matt Moore's still playing as a backup. Yep, he's had a great career too. Um, and so right away they moved me to receiver, which I did. I did. I never played it before. I did pretty well. I made the travel squad all. Every road game, sixty-man roster played a little bit, and then the next year went back to the scout team. And I was like, okay, this is a, this is a waste of time now. And then tried to focus. And then I focused on baseball.
0: Well, it was, it, it's worked out for you. It's, it's, yeah, you've had a very. I, good I, career. I, I would go
1: back and forth. I love I love football more than I did baseball. And I was like, if I went to a smaller school and could have you know, been a starting quarterback, would that have been better for me? But then it's hard to, it's hard to think like that when, you know, I got to the big leagues in baseball. So it's, <laughs> yeah,
0: you did. You did all right for yourself. Um, last question is what is the, what was the biggest adjustment? It's a sort of a cliche question, but so be it. I mean, what was the biggest adjustment in going there to, to Taiwan?
1: Biggest adjustment.
0: I mean, not in, in terms of baseball, because we've already go sort of gone through the baseball stuff, but you know, listen, I mean, you, I, I, I don't know if you, you speak to the language now or a semblance of the language or, or, or how difficult yeah, it is. Mean, I, I do a little them. bit, but, yeah,
1: the, the language barrier is tough when, when you don't have someone with you and you're trying to pull out the translator or show them a picture. But luckily by now I have so many of, these, so many of the places we go to in, the, in a folder, my Taiwan folder and my photos that I can pull it up and it has the address. But that and the time change, you know, talking to the family, it's hard it's to talk to the kids because I'm going to sleep, they're waking up, and then they're going to sleep when I'm waking up. Um, that and the food, like, okay. we try to get American food as much as possible, but a lot of the times when we get fed at the field, it's, you know, not our choice, and it's, it's, it can be tough with the food, especially with people who are brand new here.
0: Well, I know it's late, and uh, the last thing is I lied to you, the last thing is, is what do you think? Do you think, from what you know, going through there, do you think that it's plausible to get Major League Baseball back like, obviously, it's a, di- it's a different scenario, smaller country and all of that. But you have, a, you have a better sampling than any of us.
1: I think someone else asked me that. I was like, it's, it's so hard to compare just because all the news coming out, I just don't – honestly, I don't know what to believe over there. And so it just makes it so hard because I don't think anyone knows. And even, you know, doctors coming out and all that, no one knows for sure what the deal is. And they can't come out and say we don't know because you, you look ignorant or – you know, incapable, and so you' we're seeing news that are is contradicting themselves and the numbers that aren't adding up and I just don't know i mean I, I hope so i I'm hearing good news more now than you know three weeks ago, and hopefully it keeps getting better, and I know people are getting impatient, so it's i don't know
0: well, we look forward to watching you i mean until until then you are I am getting a renicke jersey for the for the lions. <laughs>
1: So, That'd be awesome. Yeah, I
0: don't, so if if is is that is that is that plausible? Can I actually can I get one of those online? You think? I don't.
1: I don't know. I don't even know what site you would go to to if they sell those jerseys
0: or I, not. But. I am telling Josh, this is going to be a thing. Like I see you on Twitter every day now of like of the the live streaming games. You know, people with the elephant in the stands and.
1: ES- ESPN reached out to me and they, they're having me take videos and send them too. And they're going to do a little a thing on ESPN with this league and as a Zoom video called me pretty soon. So it will be cool to get this out there. It'll be good for the league and the country.
0: Okay. So th- thank you for giving me the heads up on that. So we can get this out before that. Always our <laughs> goal is to be ESPN. Uh, hey Josh, thanks so much. I, I really appreciate it. Congratulations on the addition to your family and, uh, thank and, you. and hopefully we'll talk to you down the line.
1: All right. Thanks for having me. You guys stay safe. And, uh, Be as patient as possible, I guess. All right. Thanks, Josh.